Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Want to check out that ring? What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, Lucas Widman, with me. Uh, Mojo will be here in just a few minutes. Actually has a pretty big-time interview with uh, the legendary Stone Cold Steve Austin. Some great stuff there. But, Lucas, we're going to start where we started um, most of this week with NBA superstar Ja Morant. We talked uh, about the fallout from the Instagram Live video where he flashed the gun over the weekend, Lucas, and now... There is just that because his biggest sponsor, Nike, is seemingly distancing themselves from the two-time All-Star. Yeah, Babcock, Nike has removed Ja Morant's Ja One signature shoes from its official website and its app. If you wow. do a search, Ja Morant, you will not find his shoes, which is crazy because they just recently dropped and they have been so popular. They've been selling out in minutes. People cannot get enough of these shoes and they are nowhere to be found on their platforms. So it's crazy because when you think about it just a few months ago, Nike came out after the first gun incident and they said, we stand by Ja, we're happy that he's getting yeah. help. Now, this guy, John Morant, who they said is supposed to be the Gen Z face of Nike, is nowhere to be found on their platforms. And it just goes to show maybe they're reconsidering this and possibly suspending their relationship with him until he figures things out or potentially terminating their partnership altogether. So right. crazy how things can turn around so quickly. Yeah, obviously it's the last thing that Nike would want to do because John ja Morant, and like you said, the shoes have been so popular. It's not like this is some trash shoe that nobody was buying. I mean, they could barely keep these things on the shelves. I know they have a new colorway that is supposed to be releasing next week. Exactly, and this is a colorway that everyone has been anticipating. If you actually do a search on Google right now about the Hunger Jaw Ones, yeah. which are a mismatched uh, blue and red color, way the result will still show up on google right. but when you click on the page it'll say sorry this page is no longer available so wow. they they deleted the whole thing from the site Th that's incredible uh, obviously nike no doing this knowing that it's going to cost them a lot of money but i, I think um look Last time people wanted Nike to drop Ja Moran. So after uh, two months later, when almost the same incident happens again, uh, obviously the calls are going to be that much louder now. So Nike has not yet said anything, Lucas. They haven't released a statement. Uh, I think, though, taking off the signature shoe from their website, that speaks volumes. Ultimately, let's see what they do. Do they choose to suspend Ja Moran to not sell his shoe for a little bit, but then take him back? Or do they cut bait with this guy forever? Remember, he's still only 23 years old. Nobody thinks, despite how long the suspension may be next year, nobody thinks John Moran's done playing in the NBA. And when he gets on the floor, he's a darn superstar. So uh, we'll see what Nike does. If they cut him, does somebody else come in and sign him like Adidas? There is so much left to happen here. Uh, this is all still unfolding. But when we talked about repercussions, this is what we meant. All right, Lucas, moving on to Antonio Brown, who is gearing up to return to a football field. 
Yes, you heard that right. A football field, but Lucas, not an NFL field. Right. Not an NFL field, but a national <laughs> arena league. <laughs> so uh, Antonio Brown, yeah, he retired back in March when he decided to buy the Albany Empire. Yep. And like we've previously reported, things have not been going great. The two main issues uh, for the fan experience is they're not winning games. They're one in three right now, despite being the defending champions. And no one's going to the games. Mm. And, and so what Antonio Brown is really considering doing is dusting off the helmet, shoulder pads, wow. and cleats, and getting out there himself because he thinks that is going to get people to show up to the games, and it's also going to result in some wins. So he's wow. really trying to do whatever he can as an owner to turn things around because, yeah, it hasn't been great so far. They were back-to-back uh, -back champions, weren't they, Lucas? Absolutely. Uh, yep. So, look, i, I, I got to be honest. When we first reported on Antonio buying the team, I thought that this is what the initial plan was. I said, this guy still wants to play football. He, he obviously still still has the ability to play football. He's not in the NFL because of off of the field stuff. So I thought that that was always going to be the plan. I think this is going to work too. He's going to help them on the field. How can he not? I mean, he's instantly the best player on the team by far. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, I think people come out and watch this too. I think this sells tickets and something, uh, maybe not long-term, but uh, in the short term, it, it's sort of like uh, you, can't take, you can't take your eyes off of the field. It's a train wreck, for lack of a better terms. Uh, there have been all of these allegations about Antonio not paying his, uh, his players and uh, locking them out of their hotel room. So it's been an unmitigated disaster, at least from a PR standpoint. I, I do believe, though, that this is going to get them a lot of eyeballs, and we'll see if it, uh, if it amounts to wins uh, on the football field, but it, it can't hurt them. It's got to help them. He's a borderline Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Fame talent. I'm down for it. Well, in Babcock, the league is cool with it, too, because I spoke with the commissioner, and he said, look, the only issue here uh, is Antonio has not actually filed paperwork for this yet, but as soon as he does that, he has our support. And I also hmm. asked, you know, is there any kind of issue, like with the NBA, that you can't be a player owner? Right. And he said, no, we've never had that issue because we've never had an owner who is one year <laughs> removed from a potentially Hall of Fame career. So he said, if he wants to get out there and he wants to pay himself whatever he wants, so be it. Go for it, man. When's the first game? This weekend? Um, it would be the next home game, which would be May 27th. May 27th. Hey, it instantly becomes sort of can't miss TV. You've got to watch it. You've got to see what happens. Uh, that's how it goes when Antonio Brown steps on a football field. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
Coming up next in TMZ Sports, sad, sad news in the wrestling world. One of the most influential professional wrestlers of all time, Hall of Famer Billy Graham, passes away at the age of 79. And we're going to be joined by fellow WWE Hall of Famer, legendary Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to tell us just what Billy Graham meant to the professional wrestling world. Something you don't want to miss, Stone Cold Steve Austin next on TMZ Sports. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. I am your host, Mojo Mutati. Very lucky today to say I get a chance to talk with the greatest professional wrestler of all time, one of the most recognizable faces in history ever, Stone Cold Steve Austin joins the show today. Steve, how are we doing, my friend? Well, with an introduction like that, I've got to be a 10 on a level 10. Other people might disagree with you, but I'm on board. Appreciate the welcome. Hey, let's dive right in. We got a, we got a big week coming up uh, this Sunday on A&E at, at 10 p.m. We got the next episode of Stone Cold Takes on America. Uh, the hit show is back for another episode. What can we expect to see this weekend? Sheik, I'm looking forward to the next show because I feel like uh, the, the more we filmed as we went on, you know, we, we never really filmed a pilot. You know, this was just kind of like throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks in a gigantic experiment. And all the show, although the show is called Stone Cold Takes on America, I'm being Steve. So some of the fish out of water stuff is un uncomfortable. And so when we get into the adrenaline stuff, that's when I'm a little bit more in my element. So the, the show's kind of growing a little bit. And I think I ended up finding myself midway through and we kind of find out what the show is all about. I'm just being Steve Austin, right? I, like, I like in, in any job I've ever done, I'm a perfectionist, man. I just want to do a good job, right? So I'm not going to go out there and I'm not trying to be, you know, stone cold. So I, I don't have that protective armor of that stone cold character, that veneer, just uh, like putting on a pair of shoulder pads. I can hit a wall without any pads on. I can put the shoulder pads and hit that wall. That's That would be stone cold. So I'm doing it as Steve Austin and by default mechanism, if we're just hanging out, man, dude, I'm easy going. I can meet anybody. I, I never met a stranger. But in a moment like that, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous. Well, whatever you're doing is absolutely working. The show has been a hit. The reception has been massive. Uh, to switch gears here and get into to talking about uh, wrestling a little bit here, you, you mentioned you called me chic earlier. The, the reason for that is actually from a college teammate of yours at North Texas, John Lott, who uh, was recently the, the head strength coach for the Arizona Cardinals. He was the guy at the NFL Combine uh, doing the bench press, gave me the nickname Sheik when I played for him with the Cardinals after he saw my last name. He thought maybe I had the same background as the Iron Sheik. So I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, football. You know, you, you started out in football. You came over to professional wrestling. We're seeing... A lot of talent these days come from other sports and be successful, whether it's going in through the, the performance center and starting in from scratch or coming in like a Pat McAfee and uh, just jumping right into the big leagues from the start. How do you feel about that transition? How was that for you uh, when you were an athlete uh, coming from football to wrestling? And then, uh, you know, any advice for, for the guys going through it now? You know, drop the ego. 
drop the ego uh, because, man, I came out at the time, North Texas, where I met John Lott. That was a Division II program. They're now Division One, And we weren't great. We, we, we got our ass handed to us on, on several occasions. I think we were probably three and seven and two and nine was when I was there, give or take. Uh, maybe we were better than that. But anyway, uh, I, I was uh, good enough to get a scholarship, good enough to start. But that, that was where it started and stopped. And then I got to the pro wrestling business. And I remember, you know, going in just because I was, by the time, 6'2", about 250, jacked. Because I, I had a hell of a weight program. I trained neck. I had a good neck anyway, but I trained a lot of neck. And when I showed up, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around and, you know, I, you're so like a jock just so single-minded, like, look at these look at these punks, you know? And so I was a little tone deaf. I think everybody, when they play college football, they want to play pro football. I know I did. And so play, you know, the other plan was when, it, when I didn't get any offers because I wasn't good enough, I, I didn't have the, the God-given talent, but my, my avenue was pro wrestling. So lose the ego, but, but, but the a- athleticism uh, – is really going to work well for these guys. You talked about, you know, a lot of advice here for some of the guys coming up. Very, very unfortunate passing this week. Superstar Billy Graham. You've given the advice to, to some of these newer guys. This was the guy that gave you a ton of advice when, when you were just getting going, right? Well, he didn't really give me a ton of advice, but I watched his career very intently. And when WWE came out with their DVD uh, collection of him, it was called Superstar Billy Graham, 20 years ahead of his time words to that effect and he was when uh he left the wwe when he left the wwf after he dropped that strap to back when man i I, th- I think there was a huge opportunity missed when he was you know hot as hell as a heel and he it started becoming so entertaining with his promos that the crowd was starting to like him which was happening to me but superstar did it way back then had senior had the wherewithal to flip him baby. And I just got finished talking to Bully Ray and, and uh, Tommy and the guys on Busted Open. And they said that Superstar had pitched a baby face run to senior and he turned it down because they already had a handshake shake agreement that, you know, back then was going to get the title. So that would have been, it would have been interesting to see a superstar uh, mania before Hulkamania came around because Hulk was influenced by a superstar as well as so many other people. So he, he was a great, he was all about the showmanship of it and the physique and he was a different vibe and a hell of a promo. And, you know, he influenced a whole lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And a, unfortunately big passing this week uh you hate to see it but awesome to see the impact that he's had on so many of the greatest uh wrestlers ever including the absolute number one greatest in you uh stone cold steve austin thank you so much for joining us on the show today uh, had to have been the most fun interview i've ever had my time here with tmz and it's unfortunate we don't have a broken skull ipa here to to crack together <laughs> virtually to throw down, but we'll save that for next time. Tomorrow night is my beer night. It's Friday. I'm going to go back to my fitness program, so I'm going to have one for you tomorrow night with my guys. <laughs>
Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mojo and Lucas out of here. Mike, Edward Lewis, Ed, let's talk Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, who scored a big win in court this week. Now, remember, this was uh, that lawsuit filed by his ex, his ex of six years, Erica Herman. It's a story we covered a bunch. She filed a lawsuit. She essentially claimed that Tiger kicked her out, locked her out of their Florida mansion, and that was not supposed to happen. In Ford, Ed, she wanted a whole bunch of money. Well, uh, good news for Tiger, not for Erica scored a win in court yesterday. So Erica had argued that uh, she was allowed to sue Tiger in court uh, uh, based on this NDA that she signed being nullified. She said the NDA uh, shouldn't be allowed. Uh, she claimed that Tiger basically forced it upon her and she cited a law or rule that said that if you are a victim of sexual abuse or sexual harassment or sexual mm. assault, uh, uh, you could get out of the NDA. Uh, in her court filing, she claimed that basically Tiger Woods sexually harassed her on two separate occasions, one being uh, forced her to sign the NDA initially back in 2017 after she became a worker of his at his Florida restaurant. Tiger argued the whole time that he never sexually harassed her whatsoever and he said the NDA should stand and as part of right. the NDA's agreement uh, there's a provision in there that says when you have disputes like the one she has about whether or not she should have been allowed to stay in the house or not it should go to private arbitration and avoid mm. the public court setting. So basically the last few weeks they've been fighting over whether or not this NDA should be enforceable. On Wednesday the judge finally made a ruling and as you said it was a big win for Tiger she ruled in his favor now it doesn't necessarily mean the court or the, the lawsuit gets thrown out or whatever it just simply means all this goes behind closed doors I think that's so big for him Ed because uh, Erica Herman's leverage here in my mind at least was bad mouthing him publicly Tiger's image is worth a lot of money to him the fact that they can how have these conversations and nobody's going to know about it and maybe that's not great for us Ed doing the job we do but uh, I think that's that's so huge for Tiger Woods, that this stuff can be discussed privately and not publicly. And I was just going to say that. I mean, every single word of these documents, these court filings that she files and that he files gets parsed through by us, by other oh, yeah. media outlets, by everybody yep. all over the world. And obviously there becomes a, a general opinion that you can form from it. Yep. For example, like we talked about, he she accused him twice of sexual harassment. Right. I mean, those are big allegations for a golfing legend, one yeah. of the greatest athletes of all time. And we were able to see that in court documents and, and get through it. Uh, now, part of this, why this is also a big win is because in these court filings in this judge's ruling, the judge said that the allegations that she made of sexual harassment were both vague and threadbare and they were implausibly mm. pled. So she basically said in the court ruling that, that these were not strong allegations and they should not be considered. So again, that was another win for Tiger. So not only is his NDA enforced, but she also basically said these sexual harassment allegations are, are, are frivolous. Yeah, and look, and, and like you said, case not over, still very much alive, but the fact that Tiger Woods is gonna get to handle this privately with the mediator, with Erica Herman behind closed doors, a gigantic win for one of the greatest golfers we've ever seen. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Edward. Edward, uh, we've had a death. Uh, a bird has tragically met its end at the hands of Arizona Diamondbacks star pitcher Zach Gallen. Yeah, uh, we're going to show you uh, <laughs> what happened here. This was yesterday, uh, Diamondbacks uh, playing a day game. Uh, Zach was not pitching but was warming up in the outfield. Uh, and here it is, Ed, watch this. Looks like he's working on his curveball. Okay, okay, okay. Boom, looks like he hit something. Yes, he did in fact hit a bird. Ed, sad the bird unfortunately did not survive. Uh, Zach felt very badly about this. 
Uh, what are the chances, though? What are the, the darn chances that that would happen? <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? I mean, we've seen this before 21 years, 22 years ago. Uh, Randy oh, Johnson, yeah. the former Arizona Diamondback, who, who obviously plays for the same oh. team as, uh, as Gallon, oh, uh, destroyed a bird in a spring training game. And uh, obviously, this was much more violent oh. than Zach Gallon. But I, I don't know. The, the, the whole weird thing was Gallon, like you said, it appeared to be some sort of breaking ball. It was a, like a 70 mile an hour like, kind of lob shot. And it, to kill that bird, Bird, that was very, very surprising. I, I expected to write when we, were, when we were writing this that, oh, he just hit a bird and the bird's fine. But man, to kill it, that's super sad. And like you said, he was sad about it. Randy Johnson has, has historically been sad about it. And all this is, is it's, it's, it's sad. I, I, it's upsetting. I, I, the Randy Johnson one is, it explodes. Oh, poor bird. What are the chances, though? <laughs> what? You gotta be the unluckiest two birds in the entire world. And I wondered that after we wrote this. I, I, what do? What can baseball do to prevent this? You know what I mean? You can't like play inside of like a, a, an atrium. Like, how do you get birds from from doing this? I don't. It's just something that's gonna well, happen. To, my, to our knowledge, it's only happened two times in like the, the 150 year history. Of <laughs> two times too many, Babcock. Two times too many. All right, Ed. We are just about out of time. Tomorrow. We have a big, big show. We are going to continue talking about Ja Morant and all of the fallout. And we are going to talk to somebody who I have been really wanting to talk to about this situation. Former NBA star Gilbert Arenas. And obviously Gilbert back in the day got in big, big trouble with the league after he was caught in his locker room, in the Washington Wizards locker room, with a handgun. We're going to talk to Gilbert asking him what advice he has for Ja Morant and really what he just makes of this entire situation. Plus, and this is big for the wrestling fans, you knew her as Sasha Banks. We are going to talk tomorrow to pro wrestling superstar Mercedes Monet, who is about to make her return to the wrestling ring once again. We recently saw her with New Japan. Now she's about to go kick some ass here stateside. Gilbert Arenas, Mercedes Monet, that's tomorrow. Ed, I'm not going to ask you to say it's going to be a great show, but it's going to be a great show. We'll see you tomorrow.